0: the Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Well, if you're just joining us this morning, uh, we have a couple of special guests coming in today. Governor's going to be joining us in the next hour. Uh, He's going to be in encouraging you to vote. I'm sure our next guest is going to encourage you to do that as well. Eric Zier is with us. He is the Republican candidate for the House of Delegates in the 51st. District. Good morning.
1: Good morning. It's great to be here.
0: We're glad you're here with us. Uh, this is, uh, you're involved in an interesting race because this district is, uh, you know, new, really, or uh, certainly have been, has been recently redone. It's
1: a new district, new constituents. I'm a new candidate. I've never mm-hmm. run at the state level before, but we've got a great race going. The district covers most of Campbell County, the very top of Pittsylvania, i.e. Hurt, Forest, half of Good and then it runs along f- Route 460 all the way to Bedford, and it covers everything south of Bedford, from Appomattox to Vinton.
0: Okay. Wow. It's a big district. Yeah. For sure. A lot sure. of land to cover. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I noticed when I was kind of researching you a little bit, uh, you call yourself a fighter, not a follower. Let's talk about that.
1: Well, let me tell you, because we've got so many important issues happening in Richmond. We've got to get down there and really fight. These issues aren't going to resolve themselves. Mm -hmm. The Democrats are fighting for what they believe in. We've got to have conservatives down there not only pushing back, but pushing and fighting for what we believe in. It's not enough just to hold. It's not enough just to To hold the line. To stop the Democrats. But we've got to move our Republican needle to
0: the Right and it seems like and i think that's why people are frustrated in general it seems like people aren't fighting anymore good men and women aren't standing up to push back evil. I mean, that's literally what we see much of this as being, especially when it comes to our children. We've seen, just look back to 2020 with this whole COVID thing and and giving the the
1: left an excuse to shut us down, to isolate us, Mm. to just in essence push us back. And we didn't have people standing up and really fighting back. And that's what we've got to do. It's no longer can you talk nicely with the other oh, side right. you know you, you have your discrepancy during the day on the floor of house and then you go out for a beer afterward mm-hmm. that, that's not the case these days you've we've got good and evil like you said and that's yeah. got to be fought against
0: so uh, you call yourself uh uh pro parents i'm assuming that you're talking about the schools and the uh, parents right to be involved with the education of their children. You know, that includes a lot of things. It does.
1: So primarily, as I'm going door to door, the number one thing I'm hearing about is this push for transgenderism. Mm -hmm. We've got such a small percentage of our society that's messed up, and they're wanting to push that in our children, and parents are saying... Save our kids. We don't want that pushed on our kids. So last year in the House of Delegates, there was a bill put forth that was called. Uh, it was nicknamed Sages Law.
0: Yes, um, you, we've you've told heard that about story. We've talked yes. about
1: that. So that's got to be put forward again because it and was. And Sage Zig
0: stop- your district.
1: Yes, she's just outside my oh, district. And, but and I met with her mom a few yes. weeks ago. Heard the story. Um, it, it's really sad that partisan politics would stop a bill that could protect children like that simply by letting parents know. Right now, the way the law stands, if a school psychologist is, is sort of grooming a child in that direction and the mm-hmm. child starts to go in that direction, they don't have to let the parents know. In right. fact, they're not right. supposed to. That's got to be changed. There's nobody Absolutely. who loves children more than parents. There's nobody who knows their child better, who has a better vision for their child than Mm -hmm. parents the state does not the state does not own our children parents own their children parents need to be not only at a seat at the table they need to be in the driver's seat because they're
0: responsible for that child ultimately they the parent not the state and and let me just say if you haven't heard sage's story you can uh, go to our SoundCloud yeah. and and search that. Uh, we also had an interview with the, the, the mother and the attorney, yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, about that. A- and to my knowledge, the um, the counselor that counseled Sage is still employed with School. Yeah, schools. which is crazy. Yeah.
1: Sage's mom wants nothing more than to make sure this doesn't happen to, to other another children. child. She's mm-hmm. on a crusade. She to, to
0: stop this. Yeah, we well, we had a. a magnificent conversation with her but what a difficult position she is in
2: one of the things that came back and bit <clears throat> terry mcauliffe in the shorts was over education that's why I, I one of the reasons i believe we have glenn youngkin in and where we have him because remember what mcauliffe said that parents really don't have a choice in their you know what should be taught and of course democrats think they own our children which is a bunch of bs so i like Janet said earlier, you know, holding the line, we we got to turn the tide. And, you know, I've said it several times on this show. People, this is what it looks like. It's going to be contentious to get your country back. It's going to be contentious. It's and gonna and, be a and fight. you're going to be made out to be a demon. <clears throat> yeah. And you know what? If, if we're accused of being whatever, I really don't give a rat's. so you know what. We still have to do what's right. And when you do what's right and you have the tide against you, because we know the media, we know the Democrats, we know the educational hierarchy is against us. Those are all battles we have to win. And it is not a short battle. It is a long battle. This is where, you know, the folks over in Iran, they play the long game. I keep saying we play checkers, they play chess. Yeah. So this is it's going to be a little bit ugly out there, people, mm-hmm. to make this tide change. Right. If we're
1: not being called names and we're not being demonized, we're not doing You're not our doing job. not
0: doing
2: anything. I was listening to
1: Congressman Good the other day and, and he was com- commenting on how... The swamp strikes back. Right, That's what his phrase was. And he's seeing that personally as he's mm-hmm. fighting in D.C. When we fight in Richmond, the swamp is going to strike back. Right. There's a lot of folks that make their living. They've got a lot on the line down there to just hold things steady, right. hold things the way they are. But we've got to make changes because our society's in
2: trouble. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Let's talk a little bit about Virginia's energy independence. Uh, this is something that you're passionate about as well. So, in I think it was in
1: 2020, we were tied to
0: California's
1: emissions standards. Mm-hmm. And what that meant was, if California bureaucrats passed a law, or California bureaucrats decided Virginia, and here's an example, shouldn't sell gasoline cars past 2033. No, it was 2030, actually. It's coming right, right up on us. Right. Yeah. They thought we shouldn't have gas vehicles over here, so we were going to have to abide by their standards. We've pushed, I say we, our governor, and yes. the Republicans have done a lot to undo that. There's still more to be undone. Right. And that's um, an example of what happens when we go along, we try right. to get along. Right. right. We end up suffering. Mm-hmm. Virginia has its own resources. Exactly. Virginia has its own brains. We can make our decisions for ourselves right here on the East Coast in Virginia, not in have California. Have you ever
2: seen anything? Yeah, you know, I've been following this for a long time, since I was a kid, Watergate. I was a teenager watching the Watergate hearings. So I've been following politics. I've never seen a state say, I want to latch on to what that state halfway across the country is doing. And well, it's it's such a, it's under that green umbrella. I get that part.
0: But we you know, saw It's that under that agenda. Northam did that with so many different things. Northam did not represent the heart of the Commonwealth. At all, well, at I, any level, I agree. But at so there's so many things you got to walk back. Big the government to is them. Them. It's worst.
1: This is we want a total control over everybody. Government knows best. Government does not know best. Right. No, we the people know better. Thirty three trillion
2: dollars tells you right there the government doesn't know best.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about the other things that Northam did to try to destroy our commonwealth. Um, let's talk about uh, pro life. Because he, for a pediatrician, yeah. he certainly wasn't very interested in saving babies. Yeah, this for was sure. the guy that wanted
1: to, uh, mm-hmm. to keep a baby comfortable sure. while uh, deciding whether to murder. Decided it. whether that yeah. child was worth mm. uh, keeping alive or not. We've got to get back to a society that values life. If we don't yeah. value life, we've we've lost everything. We talk about rights. The fundamental right a person has is the right to life. Mm-hmm. If we can't protect life we We might as well hang it up
0: well, and, and you know we there's a story in the headlines today that not enough infants are being born to replace the u s population mm-hmm. they're there, calling it a calamitous effect there's there's consequences. of course it is yeah you're murdering babies, yeah, right. what outcome did you think was going to happen you know, and even if
1: we take the Take this out of the moral realm. Let's just put it in the limited government realm. There is nothing more totalitarian and tyrannical than to say the state gets to choose which lives are worth protecting Mm -hmm. and which lives are not worth Mm -hmm. protecting. We saw what happened in the 1930s and the 1940s when a political system came to power with the power— to decide which life was worth keeping and which life wasn't, yeah. we've we we've got Nazi, seen we got from Nazi rec- Germany.
2: We've seen from recent history. Yeah. We don't want to repeat and, that. And here's the thing: on a national scale, and, and then I want to talk about uh, election integrity. On a national scale, there's a bunch of people pulling the strings on Joe Biden. We really don't know who's running the government. But I'm kind of thankful that we have a you know a, a a guy that's clueless. Imagine if we would have a strong leader right now that was pushing this. And, and thankfully, we don't. <clears throat> now, there's, there's fallback for other reasons like the war right now. We don't know what our president is doing or not doing. But in, in my mind, thank God we don't have a strong Democratic president right now. We need a strong Republican. I, I just, it just, it blows my mind. Let's talk about uh, election integrity. How important is it to you and, and, the, and the people in Richmond that, that want to get there? Uh, and turn this tide? Well, I'm seeing it firsthand because
1: 50% of Americans don't trust our election system. That's a problem. When 50% don't trust, 50% don't get involved. And when that 50% isn't involved, it spirals downward because you're putting into place those on the left that don't really represent the values of Virginia. So, you know, my biggest challenge right now is to make sure that Republicans get out and vote. Mm -hmm. And, if they don't trust the election system, why should they bother? So we've got to get back to where the only people voting are those who are supposed to be voting we can't have ballots being stuffed into mailboxes right you know in, in diluting the real vote harvesting we can't, we can't have stuff. people showing up to vote and being told oh you already voted right. i.e somebody else used your identity right. so this has got to be fixed if, if, if that has got to be a, how a how top can we priority H-
2: i mean i janet and i follow this stuff we we kind of know how it's happened but i i hope it can be turned around if not, we're going to have leftist government from, from here to God knows when.
0: Well, I, I mean, at the very least, I mean, I told you about the situation I had at the DMV where you just mark that you want a voter registration card. And the lady was telling me that uh, an illegal and had come in and he'd gotten a voter registration card. How, how is that possible? Right. How do we not have any more checks and balances than that?
1: Right. That's really discouraging. And that's what's going to keep... Our people from getting out and vote is is stories like that because and I said
0: how did this happen and she said well I said to him why did you why do you have a voter registration card and he said it uh, told me to mark it Mm -hmm. on the thing and he did so he marked it he's like sure yeah I want a voter registration Mm -hmm. card so I mean that's not his he didn't like seek right to to do this we he's oh America's great I can vote I'm not even a citizen if the
1: system's there and you just walk into it well of
0: course yeah. When, when uh, opportunity arises, yeah. we've got a lot of work we, to do. We've
1: got to have election day with uh, photo ID, right. proof of you all. Uh, we check off one person at a time. Ridiculous. And we can it's so audit those sense. votes. Yeah. We need to be able to f- track them back to make sure that, that every vote that was cast was supposed to have been cast.
2: Right. All right. If, just real quick, because I know we're limited in time. What's that one thing you want to make sure that that we know about you? In other words, if you were standing on your soapbox right now and I gave you 30 seconds, what would you say to get people out, not just to vote for you, to vote for other Republicans?
1: Well, we've been hitting on it so far. Um, you know, I am pro-life. hmm I want to see parents put in charge of their children's education. I want to see our uh, law enforcement encouraged, not discouraged, Mm -hmm. to do their job. I want to see the good guys put first, not the criminals and election integrity i am pro second amendment and i am pro virginia energy independence. so those are some of the things that really top my list
0: if people want to find out more about you uh website there for
1: that's z as in zebra e h r the word for f o r delegate.com
0: he is the republican representative for the house of delegates race in the 51st district eric thanks for joining us
2: good morning 721 here on the Morning Jam. We'll have Governor Glenn Youngkin around 850 today. Hopefully, you can stick around. If you missed part of the interview with Eric, we'll have it up on our SoundCloud page a little bit later. Go to SoundCloud, type in the Morning Jam on VTRN, and put in today's date. It will autofill everything that we do here from 6 to 9 a.m.
0: The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb.